family can surf and stream without buffering. Plus, local home phone service for a buck a month. TV service with a free TiVo player. Bundle discounts and free installation. And ask if you qualify for the government broadband credit. Don't let this amazing offer pass you by. Navigate on over to Chantel.com or call 1-800-CHANTEL today. Subject to eligibility guidelines and other restrictions apply. Dr. Philip Gallopon, MD, has joined the Living Waters Medical Center family and expanded to the Man, West Virginia area. Located beside the Walgreens in Man, this new office is currently taking walk-ins and appointments. Family medicine for all ages, CDL physicals, and also the weight loss program. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Dr. Philip Gallopon and the Man Office of Living Waters Medical Center. Call 304-583-1134. Big Guys Barbecue in West Logan is serving the best food around. You won't be disappointed. Pork meals, burger and hot dog meals, Philly cheesesteak meals, ribs and chicken meals, and sides so good they shouldn't be called sides. Josh and Amelia Jeffrey welcome you to the best homemade food made from scratch, right down to their sauces and rubs. Big Guys Barbecue in the old Long John Silver's location in West Logan. Call 304-928-9838. Well, welcome back to another edition of Logan Regional Medical Center and you. Uh, as well, no, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And today, we're going to be talking with the Director of Radiology, Chris Reed from Logan Regional Medical Center. Uh, Chris, 30 years of red tech experience, 14 years as the Director of Radiology. And it's good to have him on here this morning. Uh, good morning, Chris. Hi, good morning. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the show and uh, glad to talk to you here and uh, talk to you about um, a very important subject and that's breast cancer awareness and uh, like I said October is breast cancer awareness month uh, you know quite generally uh, and I would imagine in October is probably the time that uh, most of these mammograms happen uh, around how many do you see in the month of October uh, generally in October, we'll see anywhere between three and 400 uh, women come in for their mammographies. And, and you are correct. That generally is uh, our highest volume month, mm -hmm. uh, but we do perform them all year long, of course. Yeah, obviously. And, and I would imagine right now uh, with uh, COVID-19 being a very real thing right now, uh, that, that, would pro that, that probably puts a bit of a hindrance on that. Um, uh, kind of guide us through here. Uh, what are... Um, what are some of the things that we need to be aware of, especially for a, a, a lady who is going to be getting uh, her first mammogram? Uh, what are some of the things that they need to know uh, before even scheduling the appointment? Well, the uh, American College of Radiology and the uh, Society of Breast Imaging uh, recommend that women start getting their annual mammo uh, at the age of 40. Uh, so that's a question we get very frequently, you know, what what age should we start our screening at? And, and all the uh, experts say 40 is the, the age that you should start. Um, and then there's, there's lots of statistics that you can look up and, and come around. But a lot of the important ones, you know, uh, one in eight women, you know, will be diagnosed with breast cancer uh, over the course of their lifetime. Um, another really interesting fact is 75% um, uh, of the cancers found in mammography are on patients that have no signs, no symptoms, and no mm. increased risk factors uh, for breast cancer. So that really heightens the importance of that 
that annual screening when you're 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 normal, you're feeling well. There's absolutely uh, no indication anything's wrong, but you still need to get that annual screening, uh, you know, due to that statistic. And there's a lot of a lot of cancers found in people that are they're basically com- completely healthy with no problems or issues, uh, pointing them to come and get that mammo. Oh goodness! See, I did not know that. And and you say seventy five percent of those cancers found. Uh, are in patients with no signs, no symptoms, no risk factors. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, or, or a combination of all of those. That now that that's enough right there to make you more aware and, and to uh, uh, to uh, you know get this procedure or to at least look into it and start the uh, process here. Now, what now? What about deaths uh, associated with breast cancer? I, I would imagine with technology and over time. Uh, that rate has decreased. Yeah, there's been some really, really significant improvements uh, in the the death rates uh, seen from breast cancer uh, over the past uh, 10 to 15 years. Uh, Statistics show that those deaths have decreased by about 40 percent, and that's uh, almost all contributed to uh, greater sensitivity uh, in detection and, and better technology uh, in being able to find uh, those breast cancers, find them early, find them smaller, uh, and, and get them treated sooner. And uh, obviously with um, that decline, a lot of it has to go towards uh, technology innovation. Uh, we're talking about uh, better training better education for the staff and uh, uh, rad techs. Um, I would imagine uh, that that is something that's ever progressing, uh, the technology. What what are some of the new technological things that we we have at our disposal for uh, fighting, uh, not, not just fighting the cancer, but at the same time discovering it and finding it? Yep, yep, absolutely. So, uh, there's generally two types of, of mammography. Uh, traditional mammography that a lot of people might be familiar with uh, is kind of coined as uh, 2D mammography. Uh, and then the, the newer technology uh, that's been out for several years now uh, is, is called breast tomosynthesis. Uh, and that's also kind of been coined as uh, 3D mammography. Uh, and, and what that does is... Uh, it takes a picture of the breast, uh, or actually takes multiple pictures of the breast in different layers uh, and different slices, uh, and that allows the physician to get a lot better look uh, at the breast tissue. Uh, they get more information, they get more data, uh, and it allows the doctor to identify uh, smaller lesions uh, and it, in, in, in an earlier time frame. Uh, which is the key uh, to that success in that 40% decrease uh, because, like I said, we're finding them smaller, we're finding them quicker and getting them treated. And and I think everybody knows the the quicker you find a cancer uh, and quicker you get it treated, the the better the overall outcome is going to be. And and Logan Regional has this 3D technology, do they? Yeah, absolutely, yes. We installed uh, breast tomosynthesis uh, early 2020. Uh, of course, uh, COVID uh, kind of crept in shortly after that. So uh, we had a, a little bit of a slow ramp up, but we are rolling uh, 100% right now, excited to be offering the technology uh, to, to, like I said, find these, uh, find these places smaller and, and earlier. Well, that's great. That, that is great. Now, detection has improved. Uh, 
uh, treatment has improved. What about the knowledge of the source of these cancers? Obviously, there's different cancers, and uh, therefore there's going to be different origins. Uh, what what do we know now, now about the development of of cancer, uh, especially with breast cancer? Um, well, so one thing that that we a tool that we have that really helps us identify. Um, those cancers in breasts uh, pretty significantly is a, um, it, it's called profound uh, artificial intelligence. Um, it's profound AI, and it's actually a computer software system uh, that basically looks at that mammography uh, study that we, we took on the patient, uh, and it will, through artificial intelligence, highlight areas of the breast that are suspect uh, and the physician will use that information in conjunction of course with his own review to help identify these lesions earlier and pinpoint exactly where they are and um, and and give ideas on how to treat so uh, it's a really amazing technology that is there to uh, assist and augment the radiologist in in finding these breast cancers. Well, that 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 is that that is reassuring to know that that uh, that so much um, effort, so much technology, so much uh, has is being put into uh, not not just for uh, uh, all cancers, but specifically here on breast cancer, which seems to be. Um, a, a more troublesome area, especially for women's health. What are some other um, What are some other solutions for breast care uh, that Logan Regional Me- Medical Center uh, in their comprehensive care? What What are some of the other uh, solutions they have uh, for treatment? Here? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, of course, everyone thinks of, of mammography when they think of breast health, uh, which is you know kind of the the main. Uh, stable of everything, but there are lots of other services that go in conjunction with that. So, you know, you have the the mammography that we've just discussed, um, a a very uh, good tool that doctors use a lot of times in conjunction with mammography is uh, breast ultrasound, Uh, and they, they will possibly see a an area that they're uh, a little questionable about, and they'll want to get a different uh, look, a little better look, um, and they'll uh, do a breast ultrasound, uh, and that gives them more information and helps them make a decision on, you know, exactly what am I seeing. Um, Another tool that's become uh, very utilized more recently uh, is breast MRI. Uh, It can provide uh, extremely high detail uh, imagery of the breast and, and help determine uh, exactly where a lesion is, uh, what a lesion is, and how, how it's involved in the body. Um, and then you kind of transition from those things are tools that we use to find and identify, you know, some of these lesions. And then you kind of transfer to, okay, we, we have a an area that we are worried about and we're concerned about, uh, and physicians will want to get a biopsy of that area so they can determine, you know, is this definitely cancer, what type of cancer is it, and, and et cetera. So there's several tools that we have here at the facility uh, to do that, one of being stereotactic breast biopsy. Um, that's done in the mammography suite uh, where we take a, uh, a needle and do a, a core biopsy of the breast uh, guided by the mammography machine. Um, and then very similar to that, some lesions, 
uh, are better guided uh, when you use ultrasound. You can see the lesion better. So we also offer uh, ultrasound and guided biopsies uh, where we do the same thing uh, in an ultrasound setting. Uh, we'll do a biopsy uh, of a breast lesion. Uh, and then the next steps after that are, uh, you know, our local surgeons uh, are here uh, on site uh, and available for, you know, further breast care needs uh, as it moves into the surgical setting and, and things like that. You know, and, um, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, which is October. And uh, we're talking to Chris Reed, Director of Radiology at Logan Regional Medical Center. And, and we discussed earlier, three to 400 mammos uh, in October. It's pretty normal that that uh, goes up every October just because of breast cancer awareness. And, uh, and, and as you were talking, visits are, might, might be down a little bit because of COVID, but that shouldn't, uh, that shouldn't be a, a factor here in, uh, in uh, keeping somebody from uh, getting a, a tent of care here for uh, you know, preventative uh, care solutions to make sure that uh, we don't have uh, any cancers, especially breast cancer. So let me ask you this. Uh, for a um, woman out there who is around the age of 40, I know that you said the, the American College of Radiology and uh, Society of Breast Imaging recommends uh, women start getting an annual mammogram at the age of 40. So you have a woman who's age 40. She might be a little nervous. She might be a little scared uh, to Absolutely. do something like this. What what would you what would you say to a, a lady here who, um, who 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 just is is just you know kind of like out of sight, out of mind, which is probably not the best way to go about it. But <laughs> what would you say to somebody like that to get them to come in? Right. Um, so once again, like you did say, you know, uh, COVID has has affected everything uh, in our community and 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 nationwide. Uh, and there's a lot of discussion and a lot of worry about uh, patients putting off their, their annual screening or, like you said, starting their annual screening. And there's, there's nothing more important uh, than to start that screening process and then to, to continue with it yearly. Uh, and, and like I said earlier, when you talk about 75% uh, of the cancers found in mammography are, are from patients with no signs and symptoms, no risk factors at, for, at all, uh, that screening is is critical, um, and coming here for that screening, uh, you know, is a simple process from uh, discussing with your primary care physician that you'd like to get your mammo. They're probably also prompting that woman if they're 40. I know that our physicians are really good about uh, saying, "Hey, you need to get your mammo. Uh, you're you're 40. We need to start that process." Mm -hmm. um, to you know, them getting an order, calling, getting it scheduled. Uh, and then once you come here, you know, we have uh, a screening process at the front where we're screening patients that come in uh, to the facility, uh, and we have a, 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 a strict cleaning process uh, in the mammography suite, uh, as we do in, in many areas of the hospital, uh, to try to protect our patients as much as possible. And, of course, we do have uh, a, a mask uh, requirement uh, for people entering the, the hospital. So uh, it, it's as, as safe an environment as can be. Uh, it's probably a 30-minute visit, give or take a little bit, uh, and the actual mammo itself takes about 10 minutes. So it's a, a relatively quick and easy process, uh, and I highly encourage anybody uh, in that age uh, range uh, to, to start their mammos. 
Excellent, excellent. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, women, there are our mothers, there are our sisters, there are our grandmothers. Uh, cancer does not care about any of that. So we need to definitely uh, encourage uh, the ladies around us and in our life to uh, definitely get the, these treatments and definitely get um, their annuals, uh, get, get them completed, get, get them scheduled. If, you know, hey, Chris, if somebody has some questions and they want to talk to somebody, uh, what would you recommend they do? Yeah, they, so you should start off with your, your primary care physician and, and discuss with them any concerns you have. Uh, and, and then we're always here uh, in our mammography department. If you'd like to speak to, to one of our mammographers directly to uh, learn a little bit about more of what happens while you're here at the hospital, you know, we're more than happy to uh, have that conversation with you. But really important to talk to your primary care physician if you have any concerns uh, from a medical standpoint. Absolutely. And that's where it always starts right there with your primary uh, physician. Uh, whoever that may be. Chris Reed, Director of Radiology at Logan Regional Medical Center. 30 years as a rad tech, 14 years as director. He knows uh, quite a bit about this, and uh, I'm glad that you've uh, uh, taken time uh, out of uh, what I'm certain is a, is a busy schedule to come here and to uh, talk to me and to inform our listeners about, uh, you know, what, what there is out there in, in the way of treatment and preventative treatment for uh, breast cancer, and I, I appreciate it. I'm sure my listeners appreciate it, too. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Hopefully our discussion today will uh, spur at least one person to come and get their mammo and start their screenings. You know, and if and if you get one, you know, you're, you're bound to get another, and that's how this all domino effect goes. So, uh, ladies out there, uh, you know, get with your physician, get this scheduled, and get out there and uh, take care of yourselves by taking care of everyone else. So uh, we thank you, Chris Reed, for coming on. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, this has been Logan Regional Medical Center and you. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October. So talk to your uh, personal physician. Talk to them about this, especially for women out there who are turning 40. Get that scheduled and take care of yourself. We have coming up the Thornhill Auto Group Hymn and Gospel right here on your hometown station, WVOW. Hymn and Gospel Time is brought to you by Thornhill Commercial Solutions on Corridor G. No matter the business or the job, we have the vehicle you need. Go Thornhill. This is Hymn and Gospel Time on WVOW.
His father is God Almighty. Who is that baby meek and mild? Who is that baby meek and mild? Who is that boy who taught the teachers in the temple, speaking like the prophets long ago? They watched him in amazement, speaking words of wisdom. Who is that boy so brave and bold? Who is that boy so brave and bold? Who is that preacher speaking out about the kingdom? They say he healed the sick, the blind, the lame. We heard that voice from heaven when John raised him from the water. Who is that preacher? What's his name? Who is that preacher? What's his name? It's Jesus, the Holy One, heaven's perfect Lamb, the Son of God who died and rose again. Descending on the Mount of Olives Coming with his weapons in his hand Going forth with power To conquer Satan's armies This is no ordinary man King Jesus has come back to earth again Jesus, prophet, priest, and king. 
Him and Gospel Time on WVOW, your hometown station. Soften my heart and break. 